Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more. We work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. I'm in a series talking about the destiny of believers. Last week, we jumped right in to what things will be like in the eternal state. What we're talking about is what life will be like after death, after Christ returns and judges the living and the dead. For believers, that will be judging according to God's grace and mercy and allowing us into the kingdom of God, the new Jerusalem, the new heavens, and the new earth. This will be a bodily existence where we are in resurrected, glorified bodies. We won't have pain. We won't have tears. We won't have any of those things. There won't be death. We'll be able to do things like Jesus did when he was seen after his resurrection, where he ate, where he also walked through walls. We don't understand this, but that's because it's beyond our experience, and that's okay. We are human. God is God. We don't need to understand every single detail. It's okay. But what that does mean is that we're looking forward to a bodily existence in the new heavens and the new earth, and we're also looking forward to doing things. This idea, I think, that many modern Christians have of going to heaven when you die, of getting your harp and your cloud and your robe and maybe your wings, this is a very how shall we say, unbiblical idea of what life will be like in eternity. It may somewhat describe the intermediate state, where people go when they die before Christ returns. But for eternity, things will look a lot different. For one, we're going to be living in the presence of God. That will be true for both the intermediate and the eternal state. Living in the presence of God, not needing the sun or the moon or the stars, because God is the one who lights everything. Being in his presence and being able to do that safely because we are in glorified bodies, because we've been purified, that will be an amazing thing. Worshiping the lamb that was slain, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Singing hallelujah before the throne, which literally means praise to Yahweh. That is in Revelation. So if you think the Old Testament and the New Testament are not connected, you need to go do some study because praise to Yahweh in Revelation, the Old Testament and the New Testament are very much connected. God is God. We also have this idea that Paul makes very clear, that Jesus makes very clear, that we will be in the business of being God's new family. This is what it means to be children of God. When asked about the resurrection and marriage and the resurrection by the Sadducees, Jesus' response was that they really didn't know what they're talking about. And part of what he said was that when people are considered worthy of the resurrection, we will be like the angels. We will be sons and daughters of God. We will be immortal. What does it mean to be sons and daughters of God? Something that Jesus himself called us. Paul talks about this more in Romans 8. He talks about what it means to be children of God, to be co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs means actually inheriting something. Not just a child, but a child that inherits. If we actually compare this to how people understood things with a royal family, with a court, 
of a king in the ancient Near East, we have a lot of parallels, actually. And this is something, you know, we don't want to take too far. But if you think about it, when Pharaoh was ruling over Egypt, Pharaoh was Pharaoh. He was believed to be a god. His family had important places in his administration. They were part of how he actually ran his kingdom. When God is calling us in Christ as co-heirs in Christ, as children of God in Scripture, when Jesus says that, when Paul says that, when Peter says that we will be partakers of the divine nature, we're not just talking about showing up for an eternal worship service. We're also talking about taking care of that which we have inhabited, that which we have inherited. We're talking about tending the garden, but in a global and even beyond that scale. We're talking about Eden, but global. We're talking about being children of God, being part of God's administration of creation as stewards, as co-rulers, as servants of Christ. That is what we're actually talking about when we're talking about life for eternity. It's not just harps and clouds in spirit, it's embodied. It's not just worshiping God, but also serving him and serving him in ways that help creation to flourish. This is what we will be doing. We don't know exactly what it will look like too much beyond that. But if you want to dig into that more, there's some really great resources uh, that I would point you to. One, just looking kind of at the theology around this, Michael Heiser has a book called Supernatural that talks about this. It's a really great book. Randy Alcorn has a book called Heaven, and he goes into a lot of detail about what we can know and what we can probably most likely believe about what life will be like in the hereafter, in the eternal state. He goes into a lot of specifics. Maybe he pushes things a little too far sometimes, but overall, I think it's very well researched. It's very interesting, and I think it helps to give us a much more well-rounded picture of what life will actually be like in the hereafter. That, in turn, helps to define our hope for us so that we can see it more clearly and not lose sight of the hope that we have because it's kind of fuzzy in our eyes and the things that we want on this earth are right in front of our face. That's very important if we are going to preach the gospel effectively. All right, that's it for this week. And so next week, what we're going to be doing is talking about what it means to be children of God a bit more. We'll talk about that for a few weeks, and then we'll keep going. That's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, please like, subscribe, share, rate, review on podcast platforms, on YouTube, on social media to help get the word out so that we can help equip Christians to share their faith effectively with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. We raise us up to be-